Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me Kieran Grudens, I hope you're all well. Uh, today is a, another related, film related podcast, it's not a review, it's not a, it's a ranking, it's not uh, a f- true fans podcast, it's just a movie related, uh, talking about a specific subject in film and TV. Uh, notice how I didn't say that this is my last review of the week, I've decided this week that I'm going to be checking out the Dave Franco uh, directorial debut film um, as well that the review will be over here on the channel either either tomorrow or on Sunday so please make sure that you go and check that out but today we are going to be talking about my top 10 favourite movie trilogies uh, a couple of announcements before I uh, start this I'm taking a movie trilogy movie trilogy that just stopped at three films uh for example a lot of people might say why the jason bourne films are not in here that's because there are um four films with the matt damon one but a one with jeremy renner in so the technically the bourne series is five films um the indiana jones films yes there was them three very dominating ones and one you know quite weakly receptive one further along it's still only four films um so the films that have three films be- within them uh, sharing a continuity storyline having a uh, having you know similar characters and all of that that is what i'm going to be talking about today another announcement i just want to make clear is that i've not seen every single movie trilogy um to give you guys a bit of a a bit of a spoiler about this, I've not checked out uh, the Matrix trilogy. Unfortunately, I've not I have not seen um, the Edgar Wright uh, Cornetto sort of trilogy that he did alongside Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I've not seen them, so these are not going to be in here. Uh, John Wick, I've only seen two out of the three. Um, the 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 Hobbit, I've only watched two out of the three. Um, so I can't say because I've not watched the the conclusion. So I can't put them in this list and just base it off the two films I have seen. The third announcement I just want to say here is that this is just my opinion. You guys obviously have your opinion you know, of what your worst and your best uh, movie trilogy is. Respect my opinion. I'll definitely respect yours, guys. Uh, that's what's fantastic about film. Um, you know, we all have such different opinions. Um, and I think that starts a really nice conversation. If leading straight into this, that if you want to have a discussion about all all things movies, uh, sport and everything like that, please make sure you send me a message on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. That is where you guys can check check out some uh, podcast plans and other news, but also message me and see what type of uh, subject you would like to talk about. I really want to do some more collaborations. It's fan- absolutely fantastic. Um, I also have an account over on Stardust as well, which I do uh, short 30-second uh, little reviews on episodes uh, from some incredible TV shows like Game of Thrones, Arrow, uh, Stargirl, and then also some older films as well. Uh, that will not have this focus uh, on the channel that includes the Kill Bill first film, Shawshank Redemption and uh, the animated film Superman Red Sun. So make sure you go over to Stardust, check out, give me a follow and then you also can create an account and start doing your little reviews. So let's get into my top 10 favourite movie trilogies that I have watched. I'm with number 10 The Fallen Trilogy. I know a lot of people are going to be quite surprised that I put this one uh, on the list here. Um, 
but one of the thing, one of like the positives, really, in my opinion, about this series is that it does just stick to the action. You have some trilogies who who really really focus on certain action, but this one is pure pure action packed film. Uh, I think. Uh, Gerard Butler's a fantastic lead and what he does is that he really just makes it his own um, and I think it still has a concrete storyline in there, I really do believe that, I think it's a fantastic uh, trilogy um, Stein of Olympus Has Fallen, I think it brought a lot of people um, uh, known into like the American government and how this all ran, I think that was a really uh, explored that theme really really well uh, London Has Fallen really did uh, interest me, simple reason being it just had that sort of action and that more of a storyline of bringing in other characters and then Angel Has Fallen really just focused on the lead character of uh, Mike Banning played by Gerard Butler that was really nice to just see some character development and bringing in his family um, my favourite one I have here, London Has Fallen, probably, um, just because of you know the set here in the UK. It had all them little links, and obviously, you know the, the connection between America as well. Um, my least favourite, probably, Angel Has Fallen, simply because I don't think it was the strongest uh, action-based film. But I think it was in in a in a year where you had a lot of big. Uh, Temple action films as well, uh, and I think that hurt it a lot, uh, both at the critics and the box office. Number nine is the Star Trek reboot series. This is the one from 2009 Star Trek to 2016's Star Trek Beyond. Fantastic trilogy, um, beginning with the 2009 version, such a great return for the Star Trek trilogy. Um, you had Chris Pine really understand the role, some great characters. Simon Pegg's a really underrated character inside of this film. Um, a great villainous role as well uh, by Eric Banner. I was really surprised to see him involved in this project. Moving into Star Trek Into Darkness, you, the focus very much so was on an incredible villainous performance by Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, Fantastic story once again. You saw a lot of character development which you needed in a sequel. Star Trek Beyond was the weakest one out of the three. That's what I'm going to put in last place here. Um, simple reason being, I don't think it had much as the hype. Uh, I think everybody was banking on the success of uh, Bond's, fi Bond's 50th year anniversary film, um, Skyfall. This was trying to carry on here. But I think a lot of people... We're back in that Star Wars phase, and I think it really hurt this film. Um, and it didn't really have much of a villain uh, in the last act. It was this big reveal, but I think that's what it lacked uh, inside the middle parts of the film. At number eight is the Spider-Man trilogy, uh, Sam Raimi's um, trilogy, uh, starring Tobey Maguire, um, starting in 2002 and then ending in 2007. This was the biggest comic book trilogy before the MCU um, for Marvel you know away from DC this was the real big one um, the first Spider-Man film was probably the first absolutely massive um, comic book film and it really began this comic book craze uh, great villain as well in the Green Goblin and a fantastic uh, story and characters involved. Spider-Man 2 just continued that element of surprise here. Um, 
again some fantastic characters involved and you really see watch the journey that toby Maguire's spider-man is in obviously this is the one that won the oscar as well so obviously it had to have it does obviously have that massive massive name and just continue this dominance of the spider-man universe and then spider-man 3 obviously the weakest one of the lot i do agree with that i do think it was not a very good comic book film uh, i think the venom characters should be explored much more uh, obviously now it is in the sony produced uh series which focuses on uh the tom harley version of uh of venom but i think that was much more of a side character i had too many villains involved in it um so but what an incredible trilogy and what an incredible way to kick start um the the dominance that comic book films has had over the past decade at number seven is the how to train your dragon trilogy i had to put this one on there um I would have put Toy Story on there, but they made a full film in 2019, so it's not considered a trilogy anymore. But this one is probably one of my favourite uh, animated trilogy films. Uh, such great characters, a real fantastic continuity between the three films. You had, you know, the first one really kickstart this off and really brought something original. Uh, two DreamWorks, you know. The Shrek franchise was, you know, coming to an end. The Madagascar one, you know, was also coming into coming into an end as well. And this film really captivated a lot of people and managed to get DreamWorks and that competition between them and Disney and Pixar. Moving into the second one, it had a fantastic uh, box office gross, um, simply because in 2014, in the summer, there wasn't a lot of kids' films, so that really got kids introduced to this trilogy uh which was absolutely fantastic and then the third one that came out last year such a such a really really nice conclusion as well really made this film full circle and i couldn't see them carrying on this universe maybe they might do it in reboots i know they obviously did a tv series um so involving it as well which really got a, a lot of people remembering about this trilogy um but the hidden world was such a nice satisfying end that we don't really need a full film uh, you know the characters arcs the characters journeys were fantastic i think the dragon arc as well uh, the relationship between uh, toothless and hiccup was a fantastic end as well sad but really fantastic end as well and this one has to be one of my favorite animated trilogies and uh, i one of is one of the trilogies that i'm really glad um ended on a high note but i don't want to see enough of because it will ruin such a fantastic trilogy at number six is the captain america trilogy um very controversial um opinion here and i'm not sure whether people will agree with me or not uh, but this one i believe is the best trilogy inside of the mcu uh we're, we're yet to see what happens with tom holland's third film of spider-man inside the mcu guardians 3 of course uh you know we're yet to see what happens with that one um but obviously um the Avengers one now is not really a trilogy because it's had four films. Um, but what the Captain America trilogy does um, for me is much better than what Iron Man and the Thor um, trilogy happen. Beginning with the the first Avenger was such a love letter to the comic. Um, it really made this character uh, well known in that comic book uh, storyline and that comic book um time in history um but then moving into winter soldier the russo brothers really got this character uh to come into the 21st century and was very very 
intriguing uh, i don't think he was the most intriguing character in the first avengers film so the fact that they've got that character really a main stake you had obviously black widow as well learning a lot more about her uh obviously the breakdown of shield which was such a big part of the first phase of the mcu and bringing all these heroes together uh, i love the spy elements in it as well i'm a big spy fan so to see that alongside a great comic book film as well was really interesting and then civil war has to be uh, i revealed this the other day on a uh, on another podcast but Captain America Civil War is in my top five of the MCU it really kick-started my um, obsession with the MCU and wanted to watch every single film uh, such a fantastic roster the airport scene has got to be one of the best action sequences inside of the cinematic universe um, I said one of the best not the best um, but such a fantastic uh you know, film and was such a big impact on the MCU moving forward and we're still having effects of it and we're, we're going to see um, the timeline as well uh, be explored after Civil War with the Black Widow film that hopefully is coming out in November. And number five is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. This one is classics. They are classics, you know, obviously it continued with The Hobbit um, much later on but what the lord of the rings did is it captivated people's imaginations breathtaking visual effects fantastic directing from peter jackson and it really brought um this world from the page onto the screen uh some fantastic a-list actors and what this trilogy did is that it had you know fantastic actors such as ian mckellen it was in there uh christopher lee's a real big characters that we were uh, character actors that we know that we know and love but then also kick-started the career of people like elijah wood orlando bloom it really brought some fantastic ones together um again one of these trilogies that just carried on that continuity and what you feel like is that you're watching a story unfold on screen i was very very i was very very pleasantly surprised when i checked this one out because a lot of people went oh, they're, you know, they're too long, they're too long-winded, you know, you feel like, you know, you get very tired by watching them, but because it continues with an action and fantasy elements, I was really captivated by what this one was. At number four is the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Uh, this one is the Andy Serkis um, trilogy, starting with Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and then concluding with War for the Planet of the Apes. I have got a uh, the first two on DVD on dvd right now actually the uh, the rise and dawn as well which is going to be a little bit of a preview for my uh, monthly haul um as well so you know make sure you check that one out at the end of the month uh, over here on my channel and what a fantastic trilogy great voice acting from andy circus uh real real captivating uh you know motion picture really redeemed the planet of the Apes trilogy i've not seen the original ones yet but the f the fact that we had this in cinema and that that great continuity sticking with characters making the stories really interesting i was absolutely blown away by how these world building characters uh, happen my favorite has to be dawn what a great film as well you know the the fact that monkeys uh, or apes sorry was on the back of horses uh with double guns going through fire i just thought that was just so incredible uh, so i was really really pleasantly surprised by this trilogy at number three is the Bat to the Future trilogy. This was tough. This was my number one. Then it was my number two. And then it went back to my number one. Then number two. But then I just 
I I don't want to spoil any of it. You guys might have guessed what the trilo- what my favourite trilogies are. Um, now you know. Now you've listened to the ones yet, but this was so difficult. I did buy the Back to the Future um, triple feature box set as well. Uh, so again, another preview for my blue. Uh, for my DVD haul that you can check out at the end of the month. Such a fantastic uh, movie trilogy. Probably uh, one of the best um, following my number one, uh, which you will uh, which you will probably already guess which one it is now. Um, so what these characters were, they were so intriguing, and the sci-fi elements and the time travel elements were something that a lot of people uh, wanted to see. Um, Obviously, I do think the third one was not as good as the first two, but what the first two did really just brought these into fantastic classics. A lot of people have made comments about Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. rebooting this. I'm one of these who just does not want this to be rebooted at all. I think the fact that um, rebooting them, it doesn't have to because of how incredible... um, and how special this movie trilogy is and it has to be uh, up there as some of the best uh, movies of the 90s. At number two is the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, Christopher Nolan's, again, this was in um, in the uh, same way as Back to the Future and I kept swapping these around. Um, so that was really, really tough. That was really, really tough to to place the Dark Knight trilogy, but one incredible superhero trilogy. Um, Batman Begins just brought such a dark and more grittier version of Gotham that I think we were waiting to see. Uh, I think it's a really underrated film. I really do believe that. I think just because of how incredible the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises was, people forget about what an incredible world building this one did and um, it really got Christian Bell introduced to this uh, villainous role The Dark Knight of, and The Dark Knight Rises is is one that a lot of people uh, argue about which one is better. For me it is The Dark Knight simply because of how incredible Heath Ledger's performances uh, is just a joker. He just takes over that film and is so captivating Bane was a really really brute, uh, brutal villain as well uh, this is probably my favourite uh, superhero movie trilogy and ones that I will definitely watch over and over again. But at number one is the Star Wars original trilogy. This what this film is just absolutely fantastic. I mean, it kicked off it kicked off the cinema uh, you know George Lucas's vision really come into the page you know a lot of people said well why is these films come out before um episode 4 yeah why is episode 4 coming out before the uh episode 1 well that's why this is just absolutely unbelievable uh, a new hope just got a lot of people just interested into these ones and then wh- how it just the consistency between empire strike back and return of the jedi is just absolutely fantastic um a lot of people um have to say that this is one of the most influential films of of their childhood and and how it's continued um and the fact now that we've had uh you know six more films and then you know anthology films and you know really expanding it and then we've got disney plus as well you know with the tv shows uh expanding this universe this this um 
uh, this franchise is just something that a lot of people hold very, very close to their heart, and it's just an unbelievable film when you watch it. I can't, I cannot wait to see what they do with um, the third, uh, with with maybe whether they reboot it or bring in these new characters. I have no idea, but I will. But I know that this trilogy will be uh, a trilogy that a lot of people and generations are going to show uh, for years to come. So that is my top 10 trade uh, movie trilogies. Uh, if you guys want to let me know your top 10 uh, movie trilogies, make sure you let me know in the uh, over on my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Please make sure you go and follow the podcast over on spotify favorite over here on anchor as well um that's the success of this channel and it's been all down to you you guys have been absolutely fantastic so thank you so much for that um make sure i know that i always do uh five podcasts each week and i do them um from monday to friday but this time i've decided to go and go and watch the rent the uh rental which is the uh, Dave Franco directional debut as well. So a review will be coming um, so you guys can watch the film and see what my opinions are. Um, I don't know what the next podcast will be, but I know it'll be something you love seeing a bit.